Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So we talk about comparisons all the time between today and 2008, but maybe we're making the wrong comparisons. A new report that just came out suggests the comparisons we should be making is not between today and 2008, but today and 1987, specifically Black Monday. Let's get right into this report from Bloomberg, by the way. This is not the, the tinfoil hat, conspiracy theory, oh, fear-mongering, clickbait, blah, 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 blah. This is straight from Bloomberg. Here we go. No one wants to remember 1987. Then there's 1916. Now, he kind of goes off on a tangent here with 1916. But I think if I, I just scanned the article and, and made some highlights on my own. But I would rephrase this. I would say no one wants to remember 1987. Then there's 1928 that led to or contributed to the Great Depression. The stock market crashed then. And you'll see exactly what I'm referring to. In fact, these charts are going to completely blow you away. I mean, they, they were uh, eerie, I think is probably the right word. You'll see what I'm talking about in just a moment. The Black Monday crash in October of that year, great. Josh, what month is it right now? If my math is correct, October. It is October, yeah. The Black Monday crash in October of 1987 is still the single most terrifying day in market history. Any suggestion that current circumstances are at all like the early months of 1987 is a little scary. That's putting it mildly. He said that the author said that he's been thinking about this because he's been getting a lot of emails. One in particular is from a guy named Albert Edwards, longtime, very bearish investors, uh, investment strategist from SockGen. So again, a, a, a global bank here. This is not from some conspiratorial YouTube channel in the obscurity of, of the internet here. This is right from SockGen. But he's not the only one to see something reminiscent of 1987 in 2023's rally for equities, even as bond yields rose. When I started in the business in 1987, uh, let's see, Steve Sosnick of Interactive Brokers, bonds were mirrored in a bear market for most of the year while stocks rallied sharply until, of course, that reversed quickly. So what have we had this year? The exact same setup. Bonds, massive bear market, stocks rallying sharply. But this isn't the only uh, this isn't the only similarity that we see. Far from it. Let's get to the first chart here, and it compares the ten-year bond yield starting January first, nineteen eighty-seven. That is represented by this blue line that you see, and then we can see the ten-year Treasury yield as of January of two thousand twenty-three. And so on the, and this is represented by the black line. So starting at 100, the uh, bond yield has gone up, let's see, almost as much as it did in 1987, but we're not there yet. It's close. So you can see what happened is bond yields went up, 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 up. And then we had Black Monday crash, which is this, uh, this vertical line. And then, as you would imagine, bond yields just plummeted, plummeted, which is interesting because back then, if 
we did not have the inversion of the curve, but today we have a massive inversion of the curve, which means the bond market is predicting something like this. So now I'm reading this straight from the Bloomberg article. I'm not making this up. These are not my words. Straight from Blue Bloomberg. For more horror chart porn, their words, not mine, we can move on to equities. This is how the NASDAQ 100 has fared so far this year compared with how the Dow Industrials did from the beginning of 1987. They go on to say, this is normalized. There's no trickery with double scales or anything. And this is the chart that we use for the thumbnail. Again, 1987 is represented by this blue line. And today, 2023 is represented by the black line. So you can see that it's not exactly the same, but it's eerily similar to the point where we are today, which is, I mean, if this does play out like 1987, I'm not saying that it will, but if it does, then, then we're like a week or two <laughs> away from, you know, potentially the stock market or the NASDAQ losing 100% of its gains for the entire year, which would be down 35% or so in one day. They go on to say, ahead of Black Monday in 1987, versions of the following chart were circulating on Wall Street. Now is where you really need to be sitting down because this is frightening. One line shows the Dow Industrials starting when, not making this up, this chart, and I don't know why they picked this date, but uh, this chart, and by the way, again, just in case you didn't catch that, this was a chart that was circulating throughout all of Wall Street just prior to Black Monday in 1987. This is the chart that was circulating, and the chart started in Halloween, 1986, great day to start. And this would be represented by the white line that you see. And the blue line represents, and its start date here, is Halloween 1928. So again, blue line, 1928, white line, 1986, and into 1987. And so then, of course, the blue line goes into 1929. And we can see, I didn't realize that the stock market crash in 1929 was in October. Josh, can you look that up for me real quick? Yeah, I'll find out. But the main takeaway here is this chart looks identical. So 1929 to 1987 looks identical. And 1987 to 2023 looks identical. October 28th, 1929. Okay, so that's not comforting. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading, Jason Hartman, real estate, and Brent Johnson with macroeconomics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com 
forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Moving on, 2023 surge in real yields now almost matches the 2013 taper tantrum. So now what he's saying is, okay, there's a little bit of good news here. It's, it's not identical to what we saw. Well, it is identical to what we saw in 1987, but we did see this move in the bond market in two, or a similar move in the bond market as far as uh, percent, but I would have to figure that out. Change in, re- oh, it's, I, I understand now. So it's not just in uh, nominal yields. It would be real yields as far as the change. But I, I don't know that that really... Okay, I guess that's a contributing factor. I'll give them that. But you have to look at everything else that's going on. I mean, you have to look at all the other metrics that we have at our disposal that are screaming, screaming lower interest rates. So then they talk about the flip side of the coin is that earnings and earnings expectations are pretty good with the S&P 500. But I'd point out that's a lagging indicator. And they also note that uh, the optimism is not uniform. Uh, their words, not mine. And what they point out is the NASDAQ, as an example, is dominated, and so is the S&P 500, by these mega cap tech groups. And so you sit there and say, oh, well, for the overall S&P 500, the earnings are great. Right. For Google, Amazon, and Apple. They're, they're fantastic. <laughs> yeah. But for everyone else, they're absolutely horrible. And you guys know, uh, those of you who are sophisticated investors, that the breadth in the market is a big, big deal. If you have the entire market going up just based on seven stocks, that's a recipe for disaster. And that's exactly what we're seeing right now. So now they're talking about the job market specifically and that the jolts numbers, so this is the job openings, have been declining substantially since the start of 2022, pretty much down in a straight line. And so this means that the labor market is softening, and they say this is just another argument for why this could be a 1987-type scenario. And then they go on to talk about the Japanese yen and its relationship to the dollar and interest rate differentials. So they kind of go off on a Japanese tangent, but the main takeaway and what I wanted to show you guys are those charts and the similarities. When you look at not just today in 1987, but then when you also look at today and 1929, in both cases, when we had a stock market crash in October, definitely going to have to watch this like a hawk. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism, and we'll see you in the next video.